Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. Oh, man, it's episode 220 of the PWT cast. I literally, I just had a brain fart right there and totally forgot. I was like, what fucking, what show are we doing? Uh, But yeah, episode 220 of the PWT cast uh, is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're bringing this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT cast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. It is... technically going to be a new month by the time the uh friday kicks in and it's gonna be a pretty fucking packed month this week as uh i'm this friday myself and uh the great and powerful wh park and we talking dune uh and again in the rest of the month you'll get the the gift with me and uh james of the draft pod dawn of the planet of the apes with myself and drew here ghostbusters 2 with uh myself and um uh joshua davis and then Godzilla minus one. So uh, yeah, man. If you want to sign up, you know a lot of a lot of fun. It's, it's our version of like Letterbox, except um, <laughs> they're almost always spoiler alert. It's almost always about four or five stars on our end because I've never like as much as I love like a how did this get made? I I cannot. It's like there are so many movies that I just cannot sit there and watch like a shitty movie, like. Yeah. I will never be sold on, and I'm sure you get it sometimes too, where it's people are like, "Oh no, dude! Like it's just it's a shitty movie, but it's fun." And I'm like, "No, like, <laughs> you know, like it's one yeah. thing. It's one thing if it's like I watch a movie and it's bad, but I'm like I enjoyed it. But no one's ever pitched it as like this is a really bad movie, but you, you but you'll like it, you know? Where I'm just like, oh my god, yeah, like <laughs> almost never. I'm just like. Yeah. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, and unless there's like two robots and a guy making fun of the movie, like I'm not interested. Yeah. Um <laughs> but is it so yeah, so you can sign up for that again, patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. We appreciate it. And again, you sign up for as low as five bucks a month, you know. And uh if you do want to hear some more content from us, but you're like, hey, I don't I don't have fucking Patreon money, no worries. Right here on this feed as well. Uh myself and Drew have another podcast. Uh, Scrump and Drew's Music Box. This week, uh, we're talking uh, Rod Stewart, Gloria Gaynor, ASAP Rocky, Drake, 2 Chains, Kendrick Lamar, Tego Calderon, Led Zeppelin, uh, Zhao, uh, Karin Leon, and The Jackson 5. It is a fucking packed episode. And uh, ideally next week, it'll be a live episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... So tune in for that. Stay, you know, stay plugged in for that. Um, 
but yeah, we have our little Carmen San Diego here who, you know, <laughs> just That's loves right. traveling to the Midwest. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, I, I went home this weekend to the, you know, the great white Northern Ohio, uh, got to see family, got to see extended family with Wes and his parents. Uh, we, uh, went, we went to a basketball game one night with, uh, with Wes and his parents and a, a, a girl's basketball game. <laughs> Fucking Lakota won, baby. I was so happy. It was so weird. Like. Go to go to go to the high school I went to. I have no stake in any of these people. Like, you know, I I go I I went home in October to watch my nephew play football, and like it was it was cool, you know, and I I, I like seeing him do well. But you know, I want his team to win. But like, I had this weird sense of fucking like, fuck yeah, when we won. Like, even though I have like I don't know any of the kids fucking playing. <laughs> It's like I was like, oh, this shit fucking runs deep. <laughs> no man, yeah, I we, get it. It's it fucking that, that Lakota pride. Sectionals, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was pretty fun. We uh, we we picked out like one girl on the fucking on the other team. Her name was a uh, Kelsey fucking something. She we were she was essentially our Har- Harvey Jarvis. <laughs> 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 just like get her off the court <laughs> like every time she'd foul <laughs> like i imagine she goes back to the bench and she's like who's that fucking weird ginger man screaming at me like i think that's cash's uncle i don't know he came in with his fucking family but like yeah i don't know cash's weird uncle keeps screaming fuck you kelsey like yeah what the fuck yeah but yeah man it was uh it, it, that was pretty fun uh yeah getting to hang out with the family i went weirdly like my so my my mom my mom's generation of like cousins and stuff they all like they they get together like every couple months for for a breakfast and stuff and it happened to be that weekend so i was like fuck i'll go <laughs> so i got to have breakfast with a bunch of old people at cracker barrels it, it was pretty fun so oh, i tell you um, what i'm not a fan of cracker barrel yeah i mean yeah it's not Honestly, like, I, 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 as I'm eating it, I was like, like this just isn't what I remember Cracker Barrel being. I don't know. I, I, I don't mean to veer off, but it's funny because just because I was having a fucking conversation about breakfast yesterday, you were included. Um, <laughs> no, I, I went to Cracker Barrel one time. Like, I, uh, well, I've, so I had had Cracker Barrel once. It was Cracker Barrel catered for all in. And I remember uh, because myself and Frank were backstage, um, like they're like, oh, like go, go grab some food. And we're like, no, it's okay. And they were like, no, no, no. Like I think it was like Dana Massey was like, no, no, like go grab some food. And we're like, okay. And like we went in there and the only table available was like Billy Gunn and his sons, you know, pre-ass boys. And we yeah. just, we're, we didn't want to fucking, we're like, it's okay. We'll go eat out here. And we, and we found one of those, like a garbage can, but it's like one of those with like a top on it. Yeah. Like a flat top. So we literally just ate on top of that. And I remember Jimmy Jacobs walking by and going like, Hey man, like you guys can eat inside. And we're like, Oh no, like, no, it's okay. Like, you know, we were just like, okay. And at one point post penis drew a thing, um, 
going back there to see if there was anything left and yeah. uh brian cage just had a giant tray full of eggs and was just eating that uh but that was the only time i'd ever had it and uh i used to drive up to near joliet over here one of the suburbs um okay. to go uh get my eye exam because my cousin she worked at the vision center in lockport where uh all uncle phil is from and uh yeah so like i would go there because i would just get the hook up with everything and stuff like that and i remember on my way back one time there was a there was a cracker barrel and that was the one that her family used to go to all the time like they're always like oh my god cracker barrel cracker barrel but i was like i'm gonna fucking drive to joliet just for fucking cracker barrel but since i was already there i was like you know what fuck it let's go it's all right yeah you know it was no fucking fucking waffle house i can tell you that much no and i i i feel because that, that was the first time i've been there in a while that was for like breakfast like normally like a couple of times I've, I've went it's it's been for dinner or something like that um and that's that was i remember that being a lot better than just their breakfast which is weird but you know I was just, yeah, I was, it was very, like I said, uh, very not what I remember. Mm-hmm. So how, how much of that happens when you go home? Like, is there, are, like, are there places that just hold nostalgia for you? Cause like, uh, like I, I know for myself, there's, there's this Chinese restaurant that and again i it's i say this as if i'm not 10 minutes from where i grew up like literally like i just have to yeah. hop on the expressway so like i'm not far i'm just a little bit more like in towards downtown from where i grew yeah. up and like there's this one chinese food place that we, my dad would always get chinese food from growing up always always pork fried rice large pork fried rice all the time yeah. and in my mind it tastes like it tastes better than when I actually sit down to eat it, you know, like I'll sit down to eat it and I'm like, Oh, this is good. But it just, you know, it not enough to where it's like a a staple. in like the, when, when I do eat out in rotation, like, are there, when you go back, are there places like that where you're like, Oh, we got to go to fucking, uh, you know, and we got to go to Andy's hot dogs and you go to Andy's hot dogs (laughs) and you're like, these fucking suck. I, I, I haven't had the, the, the experience of like, trying to think if I've had one where it's like, yeah, not as good as I remember. Uh, for the most part, it's just be- because it's so few and far in between. It's definitely like, oh, yeah, like this is this is what I've been craving. Um, you know, even anything from like the fucking, you know, like a, a, a Fago soda that I can't get down here. Uh, um, you know, just like certain types of chips or. But, yeah, there are definitely restaurants. But for the most part, they still hit when I go. Um you know, I guess it's just the uh, you know those those chains have just let me down. We got to stick with those, stick with the greasy spoons. You know, there's one like five pla- like five places down from my brother's house, and it's it's we went there Friday night to have dinner, and it was just like, oh yeah, this is the fucking diner experience <laughs> I, I've I've been waiting for. I mean, it's funny because literally like yesterday again, like one of my friends, like I I did I was doing laundry. And fucking, you know, so I did one of those like Q and A's and she was like, Waffle House sucks. And I was like, no, I, I, I literally on an eight hour road trip, I took a four hour detour 
<laughs> because I wanted Waffle House. You know, like it's yeah. one of those. Are, like myself and Matt Nix, because the other closest one is three hours away in Indiana. And there was like one weekend when, when we lived together, we were like doing the math of like, are we really going to drive out? There? Like, should we? <laughs> Can we? We will. But, the, you know, it's just like we against our better judgment, we didn't. But and I'm t- I don't know, man. It's just yeah, like you mentioned, some of those greasy spoons. Like even in I think on Friday's Patreon, um, with myself and WH Park, uh, we talk at one point where he's like, oh, "Are you coming to Philly?" And I was like, "I don't know. It might have been on air or off air. I, I don't remember." But like when we were in New Jersey, I got he found some random hole in the wall, and it was like, you know. One day it was like me, him, Mike Murray, and his kids that went, and then you know it was like me, him, John, and Way that went. Like it was, it was so good, you know. It, like mm. you mentioned, it's just those hole in the walls where, I, just you know, it, it's not aesthetically as pretty as some of the chains, but <laughs> yeah, it's always it's it's always better, and like the portions are usually better, and everything like that. You're like, oh man, this is uh, way more than I I was expecting. Uh, you know, they're not mathematically, well, I mean, to a point they are, but they're not like, you know, like, no, you get one half of a cup of hash browns and it's just like, you just fucking, the plate is just covered in hash browns. You're like, hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Dude, speaking of going out to eat with family, uh, Wednesday, I, I talked about it a while ago, but uh, my nephew, so my, my two nephews, one of them got student in the month, the other one got honor roll. Um Ooh. And so I was just like, oh, like, let's take them out. But I'd been busy. And then, you know, they're either sick or like with their dads. So it was one of those. It was we were finally all free. Um, and so I told my sister, I was like, hey, let's go eat. And this was Tuesday, I think. And, uh, you know, I, I picked them up. Um, I introduced my youngest nephew to uh, West Side Gun because he when we got in the car, he was like, he's like, Beto, he goes, can we play my music? I'm like, sure, what's your music? He's like, oh, I don't know. Well, my dad has it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Well, I was like, I don't know what playlist your dad has, you yeah. know? And like my sister, she like she played like two or three songs that he, that he, she knew he liked. And then I was like, he's like, I don't know. I'll play whatever you want. You know, the fucking four-year-old letting me play music yeah. in my car. And I was like, all right, we're going to listen to West Side Gun, okay? I was like, but you have to go into school and go, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, but we went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and the specific location that we went to. So it was one of those things where it was trippy, uh, only because uh, one of the waitresses there. This is this waitress, and she's not aged. Like my nephew now, my oldest nephew. He is at this point. He is twelve, about to be thirteen. Um, yeah. in December, not about to be thirteen. He's twelve. <laughs> um, but. That specific location, I used to go to all the time with my sister when she was pregnant, you know, like, because they would have like the 50 cent wings or whatever the fuck it was. And we would go there all the time. She was always our waitress, you know, and it was one of those things where I was like, like one time she was like, oh, you're, she's like, your girlfriend. I was like, nope, that's my sister. That's my nephew in there. Like, you know, (laughs) Um, and she still works there, you know, and like my nephew now, he's a fucking giant dude. Like, he's like. I he's probably, he's closer to your height probably than he is my height now honestly like oh. the guy's fucking he's getting big um and just but just seeing you know being there with him and then seeing her there me and my sister were just like this is so fucked up like 
you know, again, not like, you know, hey, props to you for still working there, but we're just like the last time the three of us <laughs> were with yeah. you, he was in there, you know? Yeah. And like now he's bigger than all three of us. Did, did she remember you guys or no? So she wasn't, this time she wasn't our waitress and oh, it was okay. it was pretty busy for a fucking Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, so, because at one point I was like, I'm going to say something to her. But again, she was just, she was running around doing her own shit. Did you get to see your nieces and nephew though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, very briefly, they were all, you know, they were all doing their own things, which is, you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Uncle Drew. You embarrassed us at the baseball or basketball game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, uh, you know, they weren't, uh, they weren't there to, you know, they, they, for one, they didn't even know I was coming. So, you know, it wasn't like they made plans around it. You know, they were just going on with their lives. And I, I, like, I always think about like when I was that age, it's not like I wanted to hang out with my uncle. Like, you know, it was great to see him, but like, okay. It's more like, were we done here? (laughs) And, uh, And so it's like. You know, I, I let you know. I, for the most part, I let them have their own lives and stuff like that. The one uh, one night we we watch. What did I watch with my oldest? Uh, Strays the the dog movie. No, uh, it was. It's like a. It's like a Will Ferrell is the the dog is like the main. It's kind of like Homeward Bound, but it's like R rated. Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of this. Yeah. It was all right, you know. It was it had its moments. It was like okay, yeah, should show them self reliance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did. I told my brother. I was like, dude, you got to watch this movie. He's like, oh. He's like, he's like, oh, I did see the thing for that. He's like, I, I he's like, it looked pretty good. I was like, yeah, definitely watch it. But uh, yeah, it was uh, so we like that was the one. I forget what night that was, but and then like so the other one. He's, I mean, he's a senior this year, and he's just, you know. Hanging out with his girlfriend the whole time. And the other one's just just getting that age where she's like, all right, I, I got my own life now. <laughs> no, I get that. I mean, again, yeah. honestly, there's there's some of that with me, too, where, you know, yeah. the the oldest is 12 going on 13. The youngest is yeah. about to be five. So it's like I still have plenty of time with that. Not, not that the older one is like, you know, like, fuck off. But, like, he's gonna. Yeah. And, not, and it's no indication of how good or bad of an uncle i am it's just no like just, you like you mentioned yeah, yeah like you just get to that point yep yeah yeah it's like uh, i um i know you didn't see it but uh, you know uh shane gillis hosted saturday night live and he, he made the joke about i actually this. did oh you did yeah or he the when his him and his mom stopped being friends or whatever <laughs> He's like, he's like, I, I definitely remember the day. It was the first day I masturbated. Or <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because I was gonna mention that. So, yeah. yeah, like I again, I just I don't watch SNL. Like anytime yeah. I have watched it, it's just not been funny, you know. And I and I try. Like there's some skits that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, like fucking the cowbell sketch and and yeah. stuff like that, but. I was very interested in this week's episode because Shane Gillis was coming on, and like, I like I remember when he got canceled, you know, and it was one of those things where I didn't, I just didn't care about SNL, so I was like, all right, whatever. But like, in the like, you know, he would always show up on like, uh, like Burt Kreischer and fucking Tom Segura and like Joe Rogan and stuff like that, and so like, and I would listen to him, and I'm like, oh, he's funny. And the thing too is like, it's like he is to me the smartest comedian. Because 
he looks like someone that super like uh like super right wing people would associate with but yeah. he is the farthest thing from it yes you know like it is just it, he it, people see him and automatically assume they know you know what he's about yeah the far the farthest thing from that you know um and so he's like a funny fucking dude and um you know i saw that yeah he was gonna they they fired him and they were bringing him back and i was just like oh this will be interesting and literally it was like uh his his entire monologue snl they they streamed it live on tiktok because i was like on tiktok i was like waiting for to, to swap out one of the, the loads of laundry yesterday yeah. and uh yeah there it was just like he it literally was just coming out and i was like oh shit they're live streaming this it's their fucking thing and i watched it and um it, yeah it was great and then watching some of his uh, like other skits i was just like yeah. you know throughout the show i was like i'm like i'm probably gonna sit down and and watch the the episode it's in entirety yeah um but yeah man shout out shane gillis yeah that was uh there's definitely some moments that I fucking I, that really got me. So, um, yeah, it's 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 one of the, like you can tell they you can tell they like the people that they they want to give sketch good sketches to. You know, they're like, okay, this person's cool, and like, you know, we'll hold this back for this person, or uh, like, you know, they they seem to get like the, those certain people that are like comedy people. They give them the A material, mm-hmm. and the people who like don't take themselves too seriously either. Like that's that's what I've always found about us, and that's why like like uh, I don't know, like ten years ago when Jim Carrey hosted for like I think it, it might have been only the second time, but like it was like they did the Black Swan sketch and stuff. Like there was like you could tell that they that he was down like you know what i mean like some people like they get on there and they just want to like they're like you know they still want to be fucking they want to be the the character of themselves or whatever you know the whatever the the world yeah it's the ego right and like he had fucking none of that like he was he was willing to fucking look stupid and be stupid again and like it fucking made it amazing and like anytime you have somebody like that that's why tom hanks is so good when he's fucking on there like like the fact that he's willing to do something as stupid as fucking David as pumpkins. And he's just like, he kills it. So I, I mean, to me, it's, it's like, I always, yeah. Like I always equate it to, uh, when WWE would do like the guest host spot yes. where it's like, sometimes it would just be like, hi, I'm Al Gore and I'm here to tell you this. And then other times it's like, fuck you. I'm Seth green. I'm going to get in there and fucking wrestle along with fucking triple agent <laughs> yeah. John Cena. You know, like it's yeah. one of those things where you can tell when people, again, it's, this is a PR thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can tell when it's just like, Hey, uh, can you fuck okay, Kevin Owens? Can you power bomb me? Machine gun, machine gun Kelly yeah. off the fucking stage. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, Oh, please. Like, that's what I would do. I wouldn't want to be again. One of these fucking celebrities just comes in and it's like, Hey everybody like, no fucking put me through a table. Fucking fuck me up to like that. You know, it's like, use me, use me for fuck. I want to be included. (laughs) I don't want to fucking just, you know, have the kid gloves on where it's just like, Oh, you know, here's a kind of funny fucking sketch with this person because you know, like you mentioned, it's like they're the, like not that I don't know, I'm trying to think of like I, I can't imagine like Vin Diesel going on there yeah. and wanting to make a fool of himself, you know? Yeah. 
Yep. You only do so many cool guy sketches with that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, dude, speaking of actors, though, uh, <laughs> I got to bring it up because, man, if you were on Twitter, dude, this was the fucking, this was the Twitter feud, the Twitter beef. Um, we talked about it last week. Fucking O'Shea Jackson fucking Jr. Uh, Lil Ice Cube. You know, he's been he's been talking his shit and uh the the, the his interview with Chris Van Vliet came out. And yeah. it was one of these things where it like again, he's clearly a WWE guy. Um really you could tell he only was watching AEW when Punk was there, because they're like friends. And to me, again, I've said it before, he is the worst fucking kind of wrestling fan. Not because he doesn't like AEW or New Japan or TNA, none of that, no. But because he is he is a fucking disingenuous coward. In that, because he doesn't know what something is, he'll go online and complain. Like his thing, and again, it was like almost, it was not verbatim, but it was kind of just like, why aren't these companies putting out promotional videos so that i know who they are he's his thing was like i don't follow you know wrestling like that i don't know who a minoru suzuki is or why i should care one of these things and to me again and because people like did it there is nothing there is not one time ever you fucking look it up now not one single time where online he has said hey i don't know who this person is can you guys let me know but according to him, he does that all the time and people dunk on him. And it's like that. No, that has just not happened. Like, you know, it's like, again, you're claiming like, oh, no, I, I do want to learn. But you don't because you look it up and you've not asked. But also. You shouldn't have to be fucking spoon fed. Like the, the killer Mike thing on on Dave. Yeah. Like I don't it, know about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but because, again, to me, it's like. If you didn't know, I knew who Eddie Kingston was. I'd watch Eddie Kingston at all the fucking AAW shows here. Fucking, I knew he was a fucking beast. This motherfucker just showed up one day in AEW. And they were just like, holy shit, it's Eddie Kingston. And you very quickly either loved the guy or fucking hated the guy. And to me, it's like, that's what wrestling should be. Don't get me wrong. If you're introducing a new character, you know... If uh, here's Drew coming in as the fucking submission magician, and you're going to run these fucking cool vignettes and all that. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Doesn't always have to be the case. You know, like AEW, yeah. AEW is not WWE. AEW is specifically for a niche audience, you know? And yeah. it, like it, that is, it's that, that's a thing. It, it is the alternative. That is what they've been built at from fucking day one. And that is what they are, you know? And again, even then, not everyone watching an AEW will know who a, a Kazuchika Okada is or a Will Ospreay is or a fucking Jay White. But they're going to fucking do the work so that you know who they are. You know? It's like they shouldn't have to fucking sit there and like put out some 10-minute instructional video on fucking who this person is. But that was what he was fucking saying. And again, it's just it's so disingenuous because it's like that that is that is not you claim like, oh, I just want fucking people to guide me. But it's like, that's not what you do. And when people have tried to like, you know, when he's like poo-pooing, like, I don't know who this person is. And they try to help. Like, he gets real shitty about it. You know? Yeah. And so, again, it's like fucking 
like no fuck off don't don't fucking sit here and fucking try and do that uh and so you know he, the interview comes out and uh our old friend drugs delaney <laughs> i'm trying to pull up the exact tweet um he just fucking he went for him man um yeah sorry i'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the exact tweet now because it's you know, I, I I kept making the joke where it's like, man, imagine you're getting dunked on so fucking bad that your dad has to come fucking defend you on the internet. Like, <laughs> it was very much one of those things where it's just like, I would I would fuck I would just delete the internet <laughs> if fucking again if everyone is making fun of me so bad that fucking my dad had to come in and fucking you know, uh, like defend me. It's it's very much one of those things fucking where like. um okay so he goes man i i never wished and then he adds fucking ice cube he goes man i never wish ice cube pulled out more in my life than when this bed was conceived and uh you know drugs didn't have to fucking you know at him Uh but of course he fucking does and um ice cube responds with uh, fuck your wishes, bitch ass drug head. <laughs> uh, which again, you think maybe it'll fucking stop there. Does not because fucking uh, then he just fucking then drugs Delaney just fucking comes in like they're going back and forth. You know, it's one of those things <laughs> where uh, let me fucking let me find the exact tweet to that because it then at this point drugs Delaney is just fighting with the internet and again. Mm. My favorite thing, my favorite fucking thing is, again, people don't know Drugs Delaney. And so they're just like, well, you wouldn't say this to him in person. Um, correct. Uh, like our fucking friend Wes said, uh, you know, what do you call it? Um, Drugs Delaney is a hardcore kid from the 90s. He would very much fuck up. Like, he, he would very much say this to Ice Cube. To which he says, my bad, you raised a hoe for a son, Nepo baby bitch. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it's funny because it's like all these people that are just, and again, this is what I love about Twitter because, or just the internet in general, because drugs is someone who is like, no, this is what I fucking said. I'm going to stand on business. This is what I mean. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you guys. And all these people that are just like, no, we love Ice Cube. Like, listen, first off, fuck Ice Cube, that weird anti-vax fucker. Like, you know, again, it's one of those things where it's just like, again, don't, you don't need to get involved with fucking beef on the internet because everyone's clowning on your son. Like, that was, like, that is not the flex you, like, again, oh, his his son's posting like, oh shit, like, he posts like the Darth Vader meme. He's like, he's like, you guys woke up the fucking sleeping giant, something like that. And it's like, that's not the flex that you think it is again if fucking everyone was clowning on me so bad my dad had to come on the internet to defend me i'd fucking jump off a bridge i'd delete every (laughs) social media you know yeah and then he's like posting things where he's just like yeah i did this i did that like i was in these projects and it's like yeah but like you don't really stick out in any of them i was like oh yeah he was in star wars you were in Godzilla? Like, again, and I'm not saying he's a bad actor. He's incredible in that fucking NWA movie. But it's just yeah. one of these things where fucking, you know, this is, listen, O'Shea Jackson Jr., the same person who had to delete his tweets about how WCW didn't invent fucking war games, 
WWE did. They copied them. Or it's like WCW copied WWE and it's just like, nope. <laughs> it just <laughs> yeah. didn't happen. You know, it's, and again, I, I'm, I'm sure some, I'm sure the non-wrestling fans don't really give a fuck. But again, it, to me, it was just one of those annoying things where it's just like, no, stop letting these fucking like fake fans who insist like, I'm just trying to learn the product, but don't actually do it. You know, like mm-hmm. if you are genuinely interested in finding out who these wrestlers that you don't know are, yeah, there's plenty of ways you can fucking Google it. And for all the, oh, you shouldn't have to Google I'm sorry, you know, well, WWE doesn't fucking, you know, they're like, WWE doesn't make me do it. It's like, yeah, because they stopped signing independent wrestlers. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> they don't ever bring in, here's fucking from, you know, from New Japan fucking wrestling. We're bringing in Yoda Suji. But, but, but at the same time, they also don't do it with their own people they bring up. Like, like there's so many times people show up from NXT and it's like there's no they say oh that's so and so from NXT yeah it's not like they give like fucking full video packages no. or like stories they you know mm-hmm. it's like you you for the most part you would have no idea that you know fucking Gunther was a fucking already a 600 day champion with that company because it was some other guy named Walter um, <laughs> <laughs> like so. You know what I mean? Like, so they, it's not like they even follow their own history all that much anyway, or, you know, bring that like, and to me, like, honestly, like, I don't, I don't fucking disagree with the fact that there should be more things like, but I also think like, that's for, that's for your PLEs and PP, PPVs, right? Cause those are the jumping in points. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like that's, those are the ones where you're like, okay, like if you watch like let's just say like a UFC pay-per-view they give you the fucking rundown before every match of like what it is right and like that's because and if you watch those like it's the catch up it's the everything like you then you know like what's going on with the story which like for the most part everybody does a good job of but if you're watching weekly TV like you can't fucking do that in 2 hours especially when you're like trying to get everybody on the fucking roster in there. Like, you know what I mean? And I still have wrestling matches. Um, so yeah, like to me, like that, that, that's where, that's where I think that stuff belongs on pay-per-views as, as a catch up of like, Oh fuck. Maybe I missed two, you know, two weeks. And I don't know, even know why the fuck are these two even fighting? Like, that's where we should be seeing that. stuff. Yeah. And typically that is what they do. Yeah. and, And exactly. So like, you know, like if if you're if you if you don't know and you're watching week to week, then that's that's on you to fucking Google shit. And like, you know, the same same moment you could send a fucking tweet, you could also Google who is Eddie Kingston. Like, it doesn't take that much longer than for you to like just go on the internet, just fucking delete X and be fucking done with it. Like, it's just so dumb. And like we always talk about with Marvel, right? Like, like they they have that good balance of like if you know you know but if not you're gonna catch up you don't need to watch the other fucking 24 movies that came before like you you get it kevin feige literally trained a generation of people to listen you either look it up or you're fucking lost. That's on you. I'm not going to, you know, you know, some of those earlier movies were origin stories. Now it's just straight up just like, hey, listen, if you don't know who the Fantastic Four at this point, fuck you. That's on yeah. you. Like, I'm not going to do another origin story. That's on yeah. you. You Look it up. Fucking kids going to space. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, again, it was just one of those things where I was like, who, like, again, this is this is a person with an agenda. Like, there are some people that are just never going to like, you know, WWE or AEW. And again, it's and if AEW specifically, it is it is the easiest one to fucking target because it is, you know, legitimate competition for the fucking big name brand that's been a household name for years. Mm-hmm. Like it is, you know, some people like weirdly see it as like threatening or something. I don't know, you know, as if just like, listen, WWE's never gonna go out of business. You know, mm-hmm. like fucking, it's one of those things. But people. You know, it's it, it it's again. I don't know. It's just this weird tribalism where it's almost as if they're going to be like Drew. All those memories of all those wrestling shows, you have to forget about right now. <laughs> you have to. WWE yeah. lost. You'll never remember who Razor Ramon is, and you're just like, what? Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't and know. like, like even that, like, and to say, like, you know either company is without flaws is like ridiculous like you like no both like both you know if, if we're if we're talking tribalism or going this side versus side side like both sides are doing things wrong both sides are doing things right and what i think is wrong maybe you think is right like you know what i mean because it's all fucking art and art all art is fucking subjective like it doesn't matter like there is no fucking right answer to this because we're talking about art. We literally just saw them backtrack for WrestleMania. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the thing where it's like, like Sean Ross, I put up the report where it's like, they straight up told Cody, like, hey, you're going to win the Rumble, but you're not going to main event Mania. Like, sorry, like, it's The Rock wants it. So that's what The Rock yeah. is going to get. And, yeah. And people were still like, no, this is the plan all along. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It was, they were just like, everyone's everyone read the room and the rock was like oh, i want to be a bad guy i'm gonna be a bad guy cool all right cool i'm gonna i'm gonna be a bad guy you know and they were like all right give it to fucking you know give it to cody and um i mean we can sort of transition to talking about elimination chamber because uh saturday was a saturday morning for uh us was was elimination chamber and um i i didn't watch i you know obviously i listened to you know like fucking O'Shea Jackson Jr. can the many wrestling podcasts or articles <laughs> that'll recap things for you. Uh, I listen to post wrestling. I could rec- I recommend them. O'Shea Jackson Jr. John Whale. They'll they'll do the job of covering it all for you. Um, but uh, yeah, you know they they had the uh, the the Grayson Waller effect, the the talk show segment where uh, you had. Cody fucking, you know, call up or it was, it was, he was responding to the rock or calling him out. And I think we're going to get, like we talked about it last week. I was like, I think we're getting that Cody versus uh rock match, you know, like it seems like I, and I don't cause it was, it was a very weird segment, you know, where Cody was like calling out the rock and, and Seth Rollins, who was also there was just like, Oh yeah. You know, he's like, but you know, you won't be alone. So they might be teasing the tag match. I mean, I don't know. Again, it was like we talked about again last week. I am much more interested at this point in a one-on-one match between The Rock and Cody than that tag match. Yeah, absolutely. I think – I also think maybe also 
this is a way for you know because seth keeps bringing up shield right like what if john moxley's coming back yeah but no what if seth like ends up like you know doing the old switcheroo and fucking you know also turns on cody and becomes cody's first challenger as you know as champion so you have to do it in a way that cody could still win the fucking belt but like i to me that kind of makes sense too so i did i hadn't even thought about that maybe the belt comes off seth and then he he ends up being because he like it it is weird he just he uh, i don't think this wording is uh, i i don't think it's uh accidental well the matches we have confirmed now so far again becky lynch won the uh the women's chamber match was her versus Rhea. um drew mcintyre won the the men's uh chamber match so it's him versus uh seth and i have and i've seen people theorizing like with Sami Zayn's current storyline they might try to get Sami Zayn in there for a triple threat which sure you know yeah. why why not like i honestly it's it's one of those things where like <sighs> and it seemed like we got a lot out of out of the fucking chamber matches uh but yeah and then the, well, uh Bailey is also you know with EO mm-hmm. did you say that or no 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 i it's just i was just as far as based on the results from 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 the chamber match oh, yeah but yeah. you know Bailey versus yeah, EO is yeah, it looked like 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 Randy and Logan are getting spun off together and uh um yeah i don't know i, I don't know but yeah i don't know with KO now Usos yeah fighting each other I don't know. It's a, you know, I, 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 again, just like I think last year we got a, a lot of this too. I mean, granted, you do have The Rock, you know, put, putting himself in there, but for the most part, they're not, uh, you know, we talked about it. Like, this is a, this is a mania that can stand on the, on the, the valor of the people who are, who have been doing the work all year. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, like, I personally would have said, Give it to fucking Gunther, you know. Mm-hmm. Give him the fucking match at Mania, but um, he kind of got fucked because he was supposed to wrestle Lesnar, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, it'll be interesting to to see where they go with that. Like that, that to me was just the one thing that coming out of the show where I was just like, because again, I think yeah, whether it's a tag match or a singles match, I, I personally I would much rather the the, the one on one match between. The Rock and Cody, especially because, uh, like Cody's talked about it plenty of times, how his favorite wrestling match of all time is Hogan versus Rock. Um, so I got to imagine that getting to wrestle The Rock one on one at Mania would be a fucking trip for him. You know, again, considering yeah. it's like this is your favorite, like you know, w- your favorite match. Now you're in. Now you're the baby face going up against fucking heel <laughs> Rock. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did want to run down the Revolution card as it's this weekend, and yeah. uh, it's funny because I I think I mentioned on here like oh, I'm I'm cat sitting, so I was like I won't be able to make the actual show, but uh like it and I thought I I had literally thought about well, I was like all right, if I went down like how would it work out you know like timing wise, and mm-hmm. uh then I was like damn I was like well, someone would have to watch the cat Sunday. And I was like, maybe I could get Jeremy to do it. And then literally, uh, I was having lunch with, with Jeremy and Frank and like, I brought that up 
and like Frankie, Frank was like, "Oh, Jeremy, he's like, you just watch the cat that Sunday, so Berta can go down." But I was like, "No, it's just it's it was too, it's too expensive to go down." Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get much, I'll enjoy the show much better on fucking on you know on Frank's giant ninety inch <laughs> television or whatever the fuck it is, uh, you know, with the cats. But yeah, um, I did want to mention uh, GCW. They have a, a show in Albuquerque, New Mexico, going on. And the show is being held in the parking lot of Saul Goodman's office. Mm-hmm. I, of course, immediately looked up to see how much it would be to fucking go down there. Um, <laughs> but again, it was it was it's on a Sunday. It was just like it's too. I was like, I don't, I don't care about GCW enough to spend five hundred dollars to fly down yeah. there. Like yeah. it was it was honestly had it been had it been like two hundred mm-hmm. under two hundred bucks round trip immediately would have booked it. Yeah. I would have booked it then and there. I would have figured out everything else afterwards. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have even gotten a hotel. I would have tried to just like go there. Well, mm-hmm. the one thing I did look at was like, oh, I could come in Saturday, do the tour of all like the locations and stuff, and then you know Sunday do the show and then fuck off after. But did not want to spend. It was. I, it would have been something ridiculous, like seven, eight hundred bucks. And I was like, yeah, nope. Not for, not for, no offense, but just not for fucking, you know, that last minute of a fucking trip. And again, it's yeah. like, I don't particularly care for GCW. So it's like, I, you know, it's not even like, oh, it was expensive, but the show was worth it. Like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But this, I mean, this one would have been though, because again, Revolution, it's, uh, I did want to mention one thing though. Like, and I don't know if you caught it, um, Wardlow. Warlord, someone who's fucking like for God, since yeah, I I I heard the review and then I went back and watched it and it was like, huh, yeah. So this guy's been when that guy get good? Yeah, he he's just (laughs) he's just sort of had this fucking this bad luck of like anytime he starts getting a push, something happens. Mm. You know, it's just something happens. He constantly, uh, um he constantly just gets fucked you know and again things out of his out of his control um and you know they put him in this what is it called the um undisputed era (laughs) undisputed kingdom you know this new faction with uh you know adam cole roderick strong matt taven and mike bennett and people were kind of just like eh, it fell flat but he came out and cut this fucking promo and it was really fucking good. Um, yeah. Like it was I, like shockingly like out of him because like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's perfect in the ring before, but like, as far as like Mike skills, it's never been, I mean, I, I don't even, I mean, I don't need like, I, I won't say it wasn't good before, but there's nothing memorable about any of his promos. And this one seems like one out. It's like a fucking, you know, a, a touch point that you're going to like, people will go back to. Yeah. I'm hoping. And it's funny too. Cause so they're, they're putting him in what is called a meat madness match, which I don't know <laughs> what that's supposed to be. Cause, uh, you know, essentially right now it's him, Lance Archer and, um, uh, powerhouse Hobbs. So it's okay. just big meaty men. Yeah, slapping meat. Yeah. 
so that should be exciting. I guess yeah. again, I don't know. It's it's just one of those where I was like, all right, man, fucking <laughs> let's do it. Um, but yeah, so the card right now as we have it is uh in uh FTR versus uh Black Pool Combat Club and, and John Moxley and Claudio. I'm in. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need a story. Like this is very much one of those like um I'm look looking at the entire card, I'm like <laughs> there's no room for a bathroom break, you know? Like yeah. there's just there's no yeah, room. Where where's Pitbull when you need him? Yeah. Um which again with that, don't even care who wins. It's just yeah. should be awesome. Uh, you have for the uh, AEW TNT Championship, you have Christian Cage defending against Daniel Garcia. Which I gotta say, I'm happy that they didn't go the the uh, the Adam Copeland route. You know, yeah. like clearly they're still extending that feud. Um, and I thought like, oh, they're gonna give us another triple threat, but no, man, they're going full on with fucking Daniel Garcia and like. It's another dude who you know you know they should be pushing along with mm-hmm. you know th- there's there's sort of that like wave of younger dudes that they have under I think like 25 even like a lot of these dudes aren't even 25 yet um yeah you know and, and they were pushing them for a while I remember they had in Buffalo where he won the 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 Ring of Honor strong title you know West Side Gun came out and fucking performed him to the ring and stuff like that um I don't think he is going to win the belt here but I mean, a pay per view match against Christian, you know, is it's not a bad thing. No, not at all. Yeah, um, and I don't know. Maybe they pull a fast one and he does win. I don't know. Like it's it's just one of those. I, again, I don't see them taking the belt off of him, but also, I don't know. You never know. Yeah, you never know because it could be uh like you, like you said. There's more like there's more more juice in that you know edge orange so to speak um and but it does it it doesn't need a title i'm sorry adam copeland orange but uh you know it doesn't need a title like it it could be just just the feud so if they want to just get it off uh, you know and give it to daniel garcia but yeah i mean it's very much like either way i'm 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 content um, you have the official AEW debut of Will Ospreay versus Konosuke Takeshita. Again, <laughs> don't care what the story is. I just fucking hope that uh, this just gets fucking both these dudes out of the fucking Don Callis, Chris Jericho universe. Yeah. All these dudes are get them the fuck out of there. They don't. They don't need to be stuck in that. Um, uh, for the Continental Crown Championship, you have Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. If Danielson loses, he has to shake Eddie Kingston's hand. Um, again, like this should be fucking amazing. It's both these two dudes individually are very good at like delivering on pay per view, and you know they've got really good chemistry. Just the promos between these two dudes, I I could see Brian winning. Just to further extend the feud, um, but also, I mean, if Eddie King's, you know, if this is just the final bow on, on, on this feud of theirs, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, you've also got for the women's championship, uh, timeless Tony Storm versus Diana Perrazzo. Again, just like a solidly built fucking match between these two that 
should be amazing. You know, like there was the really cool thing they did this week where uh, Tony was leaving her match and Diana was coming down for her match. And there was just both of them like staring each other down. But they were able to fuck with the camera where, you know, yeah. it was like half black and half black and gray and then half color, which I was like talking about it with with uh, Matt Nix, where it's like it's just it's funny because it's like that's not even that hard of a thing to do. But because no. it's it's it because it's such a basic trick that you don't use, people were just like ingenious. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe it! You know, and it's just like it. It reminds me of like, uh, you know, when they when when someone like a fucking when someone makes a movie and they use practical effects, and everyone's just like, wait, Tarantino did what? And it's like, yeah, man, you can just blow up a car. For real. <laughs> and I promise you, it's going to look a lot cooler than actually fucking, you know, it is. Yeah. a CG blowing up car. Yeah, it's not going to look like digital flames. Um, For the, you have for the uh, AEW international title, Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong. I love Roddy. Let's just give him the belt. You know, let's fucking. Yeah. Enough with Orange, you know. Let's let's let this guy go on break. They've been, you know, he's been yeah. wrestling fucking like a madman for since the title's inception. Um, for the world championship, you have Samoa Joe versus Hangman versus Swerve. I'm calling it now. Swerve when I drive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like they've they've seemingly have turned fucking Hangman and Swerve. You know, both of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, so, so it would be interesting to see, honestly, either of them take the belt. But I think, I, you know, to me, long term, uh, Swerve versus Osprey for the world title at fucking All In. Like that is the match. But honestly, even if it's Osprey versus Hangman for the title. Either or. Like, I just, I, I think Osprey's getting that title come fucking uh, all in. So, I don't know. But again, selfishly, I would love for Swerve to win. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So, Osprey would be the challenger in those situations. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. But no, I, to, to me, yeah, I've been saying it for a long time. Like, Swerve, give him the fucking belt. Like, he's, he needs to have it. I mean, he doesn't need it, but he, needs to have it yeah it's like why not fucking you know strike while the iron's hot not that joe i mean joe's been a good champion but like i don't think he was ever supposed to be anything more than a transitional champion and not that there's anything wrong with that you know he's been very good in his fucking role like you know um then finally you know, there, there is a little bit of a stigma with the aew uh you know uh titles and who who gets to hold them so you know that would uh, really help help that yeah if you you know the non-california <laughs> crew finally getting to hold the belt oh my god yeah uh <laughs> and finally you know in sting's retirement match for in a tornado tag match for the aew world title or the the world tag team championships uh sting and darby versus the young bucks uh i think it, i think I, I don't think the bucks need to win i think you know, it is, it is, it will advance their characters for them to lose and then to get more shitty, then to get more heelish, you yeah. know, to, to, to 
further that like we're management we're fucking you know abusing our power storyline if they lose this big match um as opposed to just sort of off the bat you know it's like instead of just going from a to f well let's Mm -hmm. go to b first and then you can go to c and then d you know then you can get there but it's just like they just signed a fucking four or five year contract like they're not going anywhere let's stretch us out a little bit so, so now we got two companies doing the uh, I'm in charge, I'm going to put myself in a match. <laughs> and they both involve the Succession theme song. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then like, yeah, to me, like, I think, like you said, they don't need a, like, you know, Sting should, Sting, Sting should win. That's, that's all there is to it. Uh, yeah, same, again, it's, it, it would be nice if he does win it or, you know, the match and just gets the write off into the sunset. I got to imagine it's his call. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, what, whatever he says, I can't imagine people pushing back and going, no. Yeah. So, um, uh, very quickly though, non wrestling news. I did, I was excited. There was a, an, an interview with, uh, Eben, ba- Eben Masa Bekarek, who again plays Richie in The Bear, who's going to be playing, uh, Ben Grimm in The Fantastic Four. And, you know, he talked about like, hey, like I've read this script for The Fantastic Four. It's supposed to be really good. And also, they're not going to put him in the, uh, Michael Chiklis, uh, fucking orange foam costume. You know, he's like, yeah. it's it's going to be CG, which like, yeah, man, at this point, you know, it's like when done well, it looks great. You look at fucking yeah. Josh Brolin as Thanos. Looks good. Looks great. Let, let's sort of keep it that way. Yeah. Um, they said, uh, what do you call it? That um, House of the Dragon is supposed to be dropping uh sometime in the summer too so that's fucking great news and season three uh of the bear is gonna come out with season four of uh the boys in june which is just like man dude these summer months fucking it's a good it's a good thing i just bought this fucking giant television because i'm gonna just fucking i'm not going anywhere fucking now i can't now i can't get a girlfriend until fucking i'm done watching these shows because i'm telling you the 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 worst the worst thing about the worst thing about my last relationship um was having to fucking explain weekly dave uh uh what else was i fucking watching succession yeah. um house of the Dra- house of yeah. the dragon and didn't you like at that point weren't you also like you'd have to like wait on the bear season 2 like wasn't that a watch together thing or no no, I I watched oh. I watched everything up to uh, Richie's episode, yeah, um, and got her to watch the entire first season, and then I was like, I'll wait. I was like, we can watch the last ones oh, together. Okay. No, I'd watch the yeah, it's a Christmas and then Richie's yeah. episode. So I'd watch everything up to that point, and then I was like, yeah, fuck it, we'll watch it together. Because um, yeah, I'd rather that. It's like I'm already gonna fucking talk to you about these shows like if we can both be on the same page it'll be even better you know um but yeah no it's 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 one of those where it's like it was a barry succession dave again i think house of the dragon all at the fucking same time and it's just like 
fucking you have no idea who any of these people are and I'm just sitting here like oh my god thank you fucking Rainera and fucking stupid Luke why'd he fucking oh my god and it's just like yeah wow these are your friends it's like <laughs> yeah I, I, I love Noho Hank he's he's yeah. the best um but yeah man you know again not that that not that much honestly that happened this week and again I, I think next week um be a little bit more of an interesting episode because again at knock on wood you know it should be uh well no not next week's episode but the drew and i are gonna should be sitting down in person to record one i don't know maybe yeah maybe that last day you're here we just record everything and in hopes that uh fucking what do you call it um nothing major happens yeah (laughs) You know, like it's just one of those things where it's just like, uh, yeah, can you believe that happened? Yeah. And it's just like, why you guys didn't talk about fucking uh, that face tattoo Rikishi got? And we're like, no, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, but Drew, what do you guys got going on this week over the draft pod? At the draft pod this week is our good buddy Jeff, a uh, local comedian. Uh, who is slowly working his way out, Jeff Klein, at that Jeff is funny on Instagram. Uh, Go check out his reels. They're pretty good. He's got some good stuff up there. Uh, He is coming on to talk about movie robots. We're going to be drafting our favorite movie robots. So, yeah, cannot wait. I got to tell you, it was a a fun episode last week. What the fuck was it? Um, The uh, underrated movies. Yeah, no, it it was one of those things where fuck, there was something. Uh, I forgot who it was that mentioned, but it was. It was oh, I think it was like Andy, or it might have been all you guys talking about, but specifically where it's like, there's so many of just these comedies that just get fucking railed and like given yeah. these like low ratings, where I'm like, listen, Scary Movie Two is a better movie than most movies that have won an oscar yeah like it is just objectively and subjectively like a better movie it's but be- it's better than five of the six screams yeah like it's just <laughs> it, 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 it it's a very good fucking movie and i and i and i do enjoy having that conversation like it was listen yeah. it was it was one i was very much at home playing along you yeah. know with it because like I know, I think a movie that James and I talked about possibly doing later, but like Clock Stoppers was one that he talked about. Like, yeah. I remember that was very. There were so many of these movies that you guys mentioned that I was just like, oh yeah, I remember. Like, I remember that. You know, yeah. again, having worked at the movies or just going to fucking a blockbuster and seeing these movies, you know. But sometimes it was that where it's like, mom, dad, I really want to go watch this movie, but you know, it's like, well, there's four of us. Yeah. So, if everyone doesn't fucking vote, like you know, like it's one of those like we it's not like we had fucking money to just go watch yeah. every movie, um, but that, yeah, there there's just so many of those where I'm like, oh fuck, I'm like that's my it's my child. I'll finally get to fucking you know <laughs> watch that movie from my childhood. It probably isn't good. Like, listen, I I openly defend, um, uh, what do you, what's that fucking movie called? Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, I saw that was one of the movies. Like it was on the, it was on the five. It was like five point eight or something like it, that. It like, made fucking. Uh, I was like, dude, that's a good movie. It's I, a. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, and again, it's, it's, it's a 
it was a fun concept. Like, you know, it's basically the Avengers with fucking uh, like literary work, like people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I started re I started reading like you know the actual comic books and it's one of those things where it's like, you know they change some things up where it's like oh Alex Quartermain uh they don't find him fucking strung out in a fucking opium dem you know it's like oh no here he is at this fancy fucking uh you know club fucking uh you know because Sean Connery's not gonna fucking you know be a hopped up fucking opium yeah. fucking addict <laughs> uh but yeah I mean listen you know it's the movie that made him retire. And, you know, because he, like, like several times came to fist fighting the director. Like, you know, it's just one of those where I'm like, yeah, again, I I enjoy, I listen, I can say this with a straight face. I enjoy the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen more than any fucking, like, DCEU movie. I'm not kind of the Dark Knight in that, you know, but any of right, those right. DC, and, and I love, like, the fucking Snyder Cut, you know? But I legitimately, like, wholeheartedly, love that movie more than I did those, yeah. you know? And again, it's never going to get brought up with like good fellas and, you know, your Forrest Gumps and stuff like that. But yeah, very right. good. Very good episode that you guys put out. I mo like, again, everything that you guys talked about that I knew, I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, this is, this is way better than a fucking five fucking point yeah. three rating on IMDb. And I actually got a, a picture earlier. My brother sent me a, a thing of, he's like, He's like, dude, look what's look what's trending on fucking Prime right now, and it was the Wraith. He's like, a bunch of people must have heard the podcast <laughs> and went to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, that's I mean, honestly, too, like, how many times has that happened with you? Because I know it'll happen, it'll happen with me where you're like, um, oh, I so I actually uh, I got through three quarters of uh, uh, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes because uh, yeah. I saw that it was on Hulu, so I was like, all right. Time to put my money where my mouth is. And I will say, not good. But after reading about, you know, like how much the studio interfered and like the movie was like done. It was done in like June. And they were like, all right, it's coming out in August. And so it was just like one of those things where it was like, what? Like Tim Burton fucking absolutely hated like the experience because it, they just they forced this dude to come out with like an unfinished product or whatever and so like not a good movie but again because it was on hulu i just decided to fucking hurry up and you know go ahead and watch the fucking thing well yeah hopefully maybe soon we'll see that burton cut that we've all been waiting for you know after 23 years i would love a fucking timber and cut of it because again it's it, like even by the time it gets to to the ending of the movie, like there mm -hmm. there's something there. It just it was poorly executed. So I don't know, but um, you can hear. Listen, if you want to hear me talk about it, a good movie is uh, you know again head on over to patreon.com forward slash pwtcast. You can sign up as low as five bucks and you can hear myself and WH Park talking about uh, Dune, the the more recent one, not the fucking comic yeah. Lachlan one. I'm not fucking. <laughs> I'm not going back and, and, and watching that one. Um, I am bummed out, though. I didn't realize that because I want to watch it. Um, Should have been watching it with fucking someone else, but fucking watch your stupid fucking friends. Um, yeah, I'm into Dune 2. Dune 2 chicks at yeah. the same time. Uh, what do you call it? There there was like a special like uh, early screening for on like IMAX theaters today. Um 
didn't you know found out too late even if i wanted to i it was just it was too i think it was like a five o'clock showing or something like that and i was like oh well it is now seven so (laughs) yeah (laughs) can't go watch it even if i wanted to uh but again if you you know you can hear myself in wh park wh park a fucking expert in in the dune verse fucking just going on about it in a good way um and uh yeah this wednesday again over at the music box uh myself and drew uh volume 27 again i i hopefully next week's episode i mean honestly next week's episode will either be myself and drew live or myself drew and uh james um But yeah, you can hear us talk uh, Rod Stewart, Gloria Gaynor, ASAP Rocky, Drake, 2 Chains, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Tego Calderon, um, what the fuck else did I have? Led Zeppelin, and um, sorry, fucking just crapped out on me. Um, the Jackson 5, uh, Zhao, and uh, fucking old Mexican Drew over here, fucking uh, Karin Leon. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for... Uh, Thank you for sticking around, and uh, oh man, I'll be excited to do one of these in person. Until next week, you guys. Like, I'll... You, you know, you know who I would love to do a show with in person. Who? The patrons of the show. Oh boy, would I? Um, I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Listen, I was. I definitely was not about to get out of here without them. Actually, you know what? I have to. I have to shoot a text to one of the patrons because uh we actually we pitched so um the other week when vivian was here recording the 50 days of uh or 50 days of summer uh 51st dates uh, i mentioned yeah. to her um doing one of those doing a, a patreon exclusive episode where you know she reads our, our birth charts yes, and yes. uh so i gotta figure out her uh, I'm going to, I'm going to text, I'm going to text her right now after this, because I think she tends to be off on Mondays. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, so we might be able to, yeah, get together and fucking, yeah, record that in person. That actually would probably be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Maybe some other people whose birth chart she can read though. Again, the wonderful patrons of the show, including Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kolenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, uh, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, uh, Vivian, Bina herself. I'm sure she's read her church plenty. Uh, my Godfather Jesus. Shout out, Jesus. Uh, Steve Fees, who uh, one said he started he started self reliance, fell asleep, but was going to go back and watch it. So hopefully he does that. But also uh, found a found a CM Punk found some CM Punks at a Walmart by him and uh, sent him over oh. to me. So I was like, oh, nice. Uh, so, such a wonderful boy that Steve Fees is. Uh, Rachel Sciarto, uh, Lil Kyle McLaughlin, Lucy Salgado, (laughs) Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport, Darren Kistler, and Steve Grows Weed. Um, So yeah, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the the podcast. And uh, until next week, you guys, for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. This is friend of the show, Henny Omega. Kenny Omega here. Friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.